It wasn't until I met some friends from America that I realized that our Thanksgiving is on a different day. And they would actually tease me. We were studying together in Rome. And I said, oh, next week we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving in Canada. And they'd say, what, already? In October? And so they kind of teased me because of this. And this made me actually look a bit deeper to see why we celebrate Thanksgiving when we do and why ours is different than the United States. Because, of course, there's a lot of similarities between how we have Thanksgiving here in Canada and the U.S., it's a time, of course, to be grateful, grateful to God for our blessings. It's a time for us to celebrate family, to get together, have a good meal. But of course, we have it on different days because at its root, Thanksgiving is a harvest festival, a festival of the plenty, giving thanks to God for the gifts that come from the earth. And that's really struck home to us by the wonderful display we have here around the altar, calling to mind the different fruits of the earth, the harvest that we can get from the land, this theme of vitality, this theme of life, is central to thanksgiving. This ties so beautifully and really providentially into the readings of today. Today's readings, we hear also about this theme of vitality, of life, of produce coming from the land. In the first reading and in the gospel, we hear this parable about a vineyard, about how we, God's people, whether it be the people of Israel in the first reading from Isaiah, or us, the disciples of Jesus in the gospel, how we are the vineyard of the Lord, how we are expected to produce fruit in the world. And the parable of the vineyard really answers an important question. How does God continue to show his goodness to the world? How does God show grace to the world? How does God bring life into the world here and now? This, of course, is an important question. Because sometimes God can seem far away. God can seem very distant. We can think, okay, God intervenes in the world, maybe in a miracle now and then. But the parable of the vineyard shows us that God is very close to the world, showing his grace to the world. But God shows his blessings to the world through us, those who follow God, those who are in a covenant with God, those of us ultimately who follow Jesus Christ here and now, it's through us that God wants to show blessings to the world. Kind of reminds me of that story that I'm sure you've heard before. I hate to repeat myself, but I don't think I've told this one here. But you've probably heard that story about a man who's in his village and there's a flood coming. And so the flood waters are rising slowly but surely. And so this man goes to his roof and he prays to God, God, please save me from this flood. And first, one of his neighbors comes by in a rowboat and he says, Hello, Bill, get in the boat. We're going to go to safety now. And Bill says to his neighbor, No, I'm fine. I'm praying to God for help. The waters continue to rise. Then someone from a neighboring town comes by in a motorboat and says, Bill, jump in. I'm going to save you. And he says, Don't worry. I'm praying to God. He'll save me. He'll send help. Finally, the waters come right to the peak of the roof where Bill is standing and a search and rescue helicopter comes, drops down a ladder from the helicopter, and the official there in the helicopter shouts down, grab hold of the ladder, we're going to bring you to safety. You're almost out of time. The flood is going to consume you. And the man yells back, don't worry, I prayed to God he's going to help me. The floodwaters rose, the man tragically died, and he goes and he meets God, and he says, God, why didn't you save me? And God says, well, I sent you the rowboat, I sent you the powerboat, I sent you the helicopter. What else was I supposed to do? 
This kind of illustrates really what that parable of the vineyard at its heart is all about. God still wants to show his love and care to the world. God still wants to care for people, especially those in need, but God does that through us. We are the ones who bear this fruit in the world. We are the vineyard of the Lord. And being God's vineyard, of course, is a great gift, but also a great responsibility. And this really comes across clearly in the gospel today. At Thanksgiving, of course, we give thanks to God for all our many blessings we've received. They can be blessings like health, family, but as well we give thanks to God for our talents, the abilities that we have, and certainly we should do this at Thanksgiving to give thanks to God for his blessings. At the same time, this parable reminds us that these gifts we've been given have been given to us to be used for the service of others. We're meant to ultimately produce good fruits in the world. And Jesus' language in today's gospel is very strong indeed. Jesus in the gospel today is really taking on the mantle of a prophet. So prophets, of course, their language at times could come across as very severe. They're kind of wanting to rattle the people out of their slumber to remind them that following God entails great responsibility. And Jesus puts himself in this long line of prophets that we see in this parable, the vineyard, God's people, have messengers from the owner, namely God, sent to them time and time again to remind them that they are to be fruitful in this world. And these messengers, of course, are the prophets. And Jesus himself communicates to us that he is the final prophet, the final messenger who has come. He is the one who can help us be ultimately fruitful, fruitful in the greatest way possible. But Jesus, of course, indicates that he too will be rejected by some. Jesus in the parable then with this strong language reminds us that being God's vineyard, receiving all these gifts from God is definitely a privilege, but also bears with it great responsibility. God wants us to be fruitful in the world. God needs this from us. As we, the church, journey throughout time and history, we need to discern how best we can be this fruitful vine in the world. So vineyards, of course, respond differently to different climates, different temperatures, different places. And sometimes, I mean, I don't really know. I don't know anything about vineyards. I'm kind of just winging it here. Um, But sometimes I imagine you could have problems with soil and you need to fertilize the soil. Or I can imagine you need to prune the vineyards. From time to time, there could be some cold. You need to protect the vineyards. Or maybe they get some sort of blight and you need to do something about the vineyard. But vineyards, as time goes on, need some sort of treatment, some adjustments perhaps, to bear the greatest fruit. And the the church throughout history does the same thing. The church is this vineyard always producing fruit, but the soil changes. The weather changes at times. The surrounding in which the church finds itself changes. For this reason, we need to learn how to adapt to discern the signs of the times and what the Holy Spirit is asking us. And this, of course, is what is happening in the synod that started in Rome. So we've been having this synodal process that was begun by Pope Francis a couple of years ago. We began by having listening sessions here in our parish, parishes throughout the diocese, parishes throughout the world. This information was fed upwards. And now we have the first meeting of bishops and others in Rome, lay people religious, to discuss together, to pray together, 
how we can best be ultimately a more fruitful vineyard in the world. Synod, this word synod, means, well, it comes from a Greek word, syn and hodos, which means together on the way. And so on the synodal journey, Pope Francis is reminding us that we are, as a church, are in this together. We're journeying this together. We need to talk together to interpret what the Holy Spirit is asking us to do together. And at the end of the day, this is what the Synod is trying to do, to discern the signs of the times, to pray together, to see how we can best be a fruitful vineyard in the world here and now, how we can respond best to the needs of our times, to bring God's kingdom into the world in a fuller and fuller way. We pray then on Thanksgiving, of course, uh, in recognition for our many blessings, all the blessings God has given us. We need to really start and remind ourselves of this. The fact that we are God's vineyard is a great gift. We want to take time during this Thanksgiving long weekend to really name those blessings we have in our life. As well, in light of Jesus' challenging parable today, we should remind ourselves that we are called to bear fruit in the world, and we ask and pray for the gift of the Holy Spirit, for the Spirit's guidance to determine how best we can do this as individuals, as our parish, and as our greater church community.